it's Allie Burks, the worship leader for the local church, and you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast featuring sermons from our Sunday liturgy. The local church is a bold and inclusive faith community based out of Chatham County, North Carolina, committed to being with and for one another, our community, and our world. In this time of social distancing, we continue to gather virtually for the work of worship every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. over Facebook Live and YouTube. So wherever you find yourself, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, you have a place at the local church, and we'd love for you to join us. Our scripture today comes from Mark chapter 9, verses 2 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice, This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen, until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the word of God for all of God's creation. Thanks be to God. Oh, 
local church. Thank you so much, Allie and Jay, for that song. That's actually one of my favorite arrangements of For the Beauty of the Earth. So thank you so much for uh, inviting us in with that music today. Um, we're so glad to be worshiping with all of you guys. Um, and I'm really excited to be preaching. Um, and for the last few weeks, we have been talking about what it means to be extra. Uh, we are extra because God is extra with us. We are extra with abundance. We are extra with joy. We are with so many things. And in a world where we are told to temper ourselves in fear of being too much, God has called us into a community of extraness. And over these past few weeks, maybe you have felt challenged to go outside of your comfort zone, which is good. And yet I wonder if we can call back into the ordinary that is our lives. So in the midst of all of this extraness, let's call back into ordinariness. A challenge I often face, and maybe you do as well, is that I have to do the most. I have to be the most. I have to volunteer the most. I have to grind the most. I have to work the hardest. And in the midst of all of that, I wonder if I'm working just a little too much to be extra sometimes. I was listening to this Jen Hatmaker podcast the other day where she said, I have to learn to be comfortable with the ordinary. Be comfortable with the ordinary? In a world that values hyper-individualism, over-productivity, and this idea of grind culture. Yet, in the midst of all of these ideas, in the midst of a world that's telling us we have to be productive, there are ordinary times in our lives when we can experience the extraordinariness of God. So what does it mean to be okay with the ordinary when we know that God is extraordinary? What does it mean to rejoice in ordinary experiences and rejoice in even being ordinary people? It's Transfiguration Sunday, and we find ourselves in Mark with Jesus and his friends. And Jesus's friends are ordinary people. They're not the kings. They're not the rulers. They're not the priests. Really, we have Peter, James, and John. They are fishermen who are friends with Jesus and see Jesus as Lord, and witness some of the greatest acts of Jesus, and yet they're fishermen. Maybe it's because I don't find fishing riveting, but that sounds like a very ordinary job, especially back then. So we have this place where Jesus is taking them, taking them to the top of the mount, and they get to the top when all of a the sudden there's Moses and Elijah just chatting with Jesus. Not only that, but Jesus is elevated, dazzling, blinding almost. In artistic depictions of this, you see the disciples covering their faces because they're standing in the extraordinariness that is God incarnate. And in the midst of all of this, the disciples witnessing this magnificent experience, they hear a shout from the sky saying, this is my son, 
whom I love, listen to him. That is not ordinary. These men thought they were just going to be praying with Jesus. And all of a sudden, they're witnessing the transfiguration, something we should fully define as extraordinary. Peter, James, and John, ordinary people in community with God to do extraordinary things. Have you ever thought about a time when you were going along with your life and something godlike happens? It might be something big like the transfiguration, or it might be a small moment. We see Jesus talking to Elijah and Moses. Elijah and Moses, who were both ordinary people called by God to do extraordinary things. Elijah, a man running in fear of his life, just laying down and taking a nap. When he is called by God to get up and leave his cave, Ordinary people and community with God to do extraordinary things. Moses, a person at work wondering why the heck a bush was on fire, is called by God to lead people out of Egypt into the promised land. Ordinary people and community with God to do extraordinary things. And maybe in Mark we can infer that the disciples were scared. Maybe we can infer from the Old Testament that Moses and Elijah were scared of following God. I'll admit it sounds scary. And the disciples witnessing this, witnessing the transfiguration, that is a place where we understand God has come to be with us, has come to be within our lives. And in the midst of the transfigured God is where we find ourselves. Ordinary people and community with God to do extraordinary things. Let's focus on that. The disciples and all of this, people throughout scripture and all of the saints before us and all of the saints with us now are ordinary humans just following God, sharing the story of God, being in communion with God and listening to God's call to justice and mercy. That is what's extraordinary. Let's go back to earlier. What is a time in your life, maybe a quiet moment, maybe a loud and bright experience when God revealed something extraordinary to you, something extraordinary in your life that you didn't quite understand in the ordinariness of the moment? I've been thinking about this text for a couple of weeks and in the midst of prepping for commissioning interviews and writing papers and sermons, I was stumped. I was stumped on thinking of a quick moment where I realized God was extraordinary and using me for something I didn't quite understand. That was until I listened to an old choir playlist and I remembered this memory. In my last choir concert, at Stephen F. Austin, we did a performance of a piece called Chichester Songs by Leonard Bernstein. These are very fun songs. And in the moment, they were another thing to add to a long list of things that I had already sung. I wasn't going to think much of it. And then two days later, I toured Duke Divinity, not knowing where I should go for seminary, not knowing what would best fit me, not knowing what community would look like in three months. 
And I was sitting in a class trying to listen to the professor, which is directly, the classroom directly below the chapel. And I hear this faint sound of music that got progressively louder. And it was the same music that I had just performed two days prior with the text of, quote, my heart is not proud. Put your hope in the Lord now and forevermore. Psalm 131, end quote. All of a sudden, this ordinary girl that was following this weird call by God to do something she didn't truly understand was called to this place at this time to learn and to be edified and to build community and make friends. And in this weird moment, it even means cultivating community with you guys over Zoom. And I wouldn't be here had it not have been for that moment. Every time I come back to that music, I'm reminded of how ordinary I am. And in the midst of that, what God has done because of who I am and because of how I am called. Ordinary people and community with God to do extraordinary things. Our extraordinary God uses our ordinary lives to teach us something about who God is and how God chooses to consistently work in the world with us. The extraordinariness of Jesus's friends is not what they did. It's not in the grind. It's not in their career or in their successes. The extraordinariness of Jesus's friends is simply in being a part of God's story. Of God's great community on earth and sharing that with others. That's what's extraordinary about the disciples. That's what's extraordinary about you and me and Rajiv and Annabelle and Susan and Tom and every other person at the local church, every other part of creation. What's extraordinary is that we are simply a part of God's story and we simply get to be in community with God Ordinary people in community with God to do extraordinary things. That's what's extraordinary about what God has called you to be. God works through us to demonstrate love to the world. And yet that happens most often when we're not aiming to be the most or not aiming to be the best or not aiming to be the most extra. God uses us to demonstrate love to the world in the most ordinary of moments. God works through ordinary moments and ordinary people and, well, not so ordinary times right now, but God is still working through that to demonstrate something wonderful about God's story and God's character to the world. You are a beautiful soul created in the loving, unique image of God are demonstrating something that's extraordinary about God to the world. Have you ever thought of that? How you and your life and whatever might be the most ordinary part of your life are demonstrating something extraordinary about God's story to the world. The fishermen, Peter, James, and John, they witness the gift that is Jesus Christ. They witness his miracles, his love, his words, and his resurrection. I wonder how they felt in the moment of transfiguration and in the moments leading up to the eventual resurrection. As I said earlier, it might have been fear. It might have been, who am I 
to witness the wonder of God. I mean, they really witnessed the beauty of Jesus's ministry every single moment up on the mountain through the rest of Jesus's ministry. The disciples live in the world where they know who Jesus is. They know that Jesus is the son of God. And to some extent, although they don't understand yet, they know that there will be something that pertains to rising from the dead. Maybe Jesus But now they live according to the understanding that Jesus is different. Jesus is extraordinary. And witnessing these extraordinary moments helps us realize the parts of our lives where we are called to be in loving relationship with God and with the world. Ordinary people in community with God do extraordinary things. So what happens when ordinary people witness acts of God? For the disciples, they were called to share the gospel eventually, share the story, <clears throat> excuse me, share the stories they witness in hopes that people realize that there is a savior that goes beyond all else to experience life with us because God loves us that much. And we as people, we're called to share the story. We're not called to keep it to ourselves, but in the ordinariness of our lives, we are called to share the extra, share the extraordinariness that is God. Jesus didn't completely take away the ordinary of of who the disciples were, but rather Jesus uses the parts of his ordinary followers to work within the world which teaches us that God values human beings. And in that value, we have the ability to share goodness and mercy, the goodness and mercy we get to experience every day. There are people in this world who tell us every day that being ordinary is bad. Being the fisherman is bad. Being the carpenter is bad. Being the clerk at the store is bad, but that's false. No matter what you do or who you are, God works with you to demonstrate something unique and beautiful within the world. God became flesh and taught among us in our ordinary lives to demonstrate something beautiful within the world. Jesus was everything but ordinary, yet Jesus was with ordinary people in community to do extraordinary things. I have this friend named Margot. Margot is one of the kindest and strongest women I have ever met. We were in a sorority together and she was always the person who made any person in the room feel special and loved. Do you guys know those people? The person who will go up to anyone in the room and just talk to them. Because that person is loved by God and they have a story to tell. And Margot's story is hers to tell. And yet she has always found a way with using words to demonstrate that God is at work within our lives and teaching us something in the midst of whatever is going on. Margot always taught us that. There is also something unique about Margot. Margot has been in a coma since the beginning of the summer of 2020. She had a bad car accident. And in the midst of this terrible moment where people were frightened and scared, 
something that shouldn't have happened. There was a consistent outpouring of love and still is a consistent outpouring of love and joy towards her because she had impacted so many lives just by being in community with people. Margot impacted lives just being and continues to impact lives by just being her ordinary self. Margot's community around her is what has led to the sharing of hundreds of stories of love and joy and kindness, all because one woman was used by God to demonstrate something extraordinary. Margot has taught me a lot of things, and one of those things is to value the people I'm surrounded by, to value the ordinariness of people's beauty and be in wonder because God created them. Margot has also taught me to listen and listen hard to those you are com in community with because those ordinary stories have the ability to transform lives. Ordinary people have the ability to transform lives. You and I and everyone here in the local church and beyond the local church have the ab ability to love and transform lives because we are ordinary people in community with God to do extraordinary things. Maybe you have a person who has demonstrated something extraordinary about God to you. Maybe you have an experience that has demonstrated something extraordinary about the love of Jesus Christ to you. Ordinary people in community with God to do extraordinary things. God works within us, through us, and sometimes in spite of us in all of our being. God works with us in our extraness and God works with us in our ordinariness. And yet, overall, God is always extraordinary. That's the good news. And you and I and Brent and Allie and Tom and Susan and anyone else on this call, you have the ability to share the good news through what you might regard as just an ordinary life. But the ability itself to share and be in community with others, that's what's extraordinary. Thanks be to God. Amen. It's Allie again. If you love what you hear, share this episode or send it to somebody who could use some good news this week. We'd also love for you to leave us a rating and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more information about the local church, visit thelocalchurchpbo.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at localchurchpbo. Until next time, love where you are.